0: Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode of Child Of, Surviving a Narcissistic Cult. As promised, this is a continuation of the series I'm doing right now on going no contact. But for this specific episode, I really want to hone in on the aspect of grief and how it plays into the confusion that can be felt in making the choice to um, break ties and to no longer see people who should be very important in your life, people like your parents, your mom, your dad, um, sometimes it's even your siblings, if they have kind of been ingrained in the narcissistic behavior. Now for me, growing up, I always associated grief with death. Um, someone passing away and no longer being able to see them even if I wanted to. So growing up and making the decision to go no contact with specifically my father and then with other members of my family, the grief that I began to feel, it felt like a death and it was very overwhelming and the fact that I wasn't able to necessarily call it grief for the first few years because I didn't think that it qualified. It took me a long time to understand that I could grieve something that still existed, that was still there if I decided to choose it once again. Um, It felt like I was in the process of what I now call burying the living. Saying goodbye to something that still exists. The problem is, is that what exists is not a good thing and it's the reason why people like me and people like you choose to go no contact because there is not that relationship that should be and no matter how hard you fight for it, how much you wish for it, how much you hope for it, it will never come to be and it's that process of acceptance and that walking away because you know that that relationship cannot bring any good. Now the stages of grief when choosing to go no contact, I feel like they're not really in the order that they're necessarily in when you deal with something like death. Because the first stage, I believe, is actual acceptance. You understand and you accept that this relationship is going to bring you nothing but pain and hurt. That first step, that understanding that deep acceptance kind of makes way for the other stages of grief to come through and they come through at random. Now for me the next stage after acceptance was pain and guilt. I felt guilty for the choice that I had made. I felt like it was selfish and I had to keep reminding myself that It wasn't selfish, it was the only way that I was going to ever be able to be a healthy person, the only way that I was ever going to be able to trust myself to have children someday and not carry on those same behavioral patterns. The other stages of grief came all the time. They were very jumbled and sometimes I would experience most of them in one day or in one sitting. It was very tumultuous and very overwhelming and when I finally understood that what I was dealing with and what I was experiencing was grief I began to understand it and to view it as an ocean tide everything came in waves some days I was okay some days I felt almost normal like nothing had happened nothing was hurting other days I was deep deep in it I was grieving I was weeping I was angry and the only thing that really helped was allowing myself to feel and experience those emotions the more I fought it the more I tried to push away from it the more I told myself I didn't need to feel this way or I shouldn't feel this way the worse it got The hardest part about the grief of going no contact is that it is a conscious choice that you're making. When it comes to death, there's nothing you can do about it. It's out of your hands. You can try and fight it, but nothing you, you do, nothing you think, nothing you hope for will change what is actual hard fact. That person is gone. With going no contact, that person is still there. Your hopes and dreams for that relationship still exist. And you have to consciously make the choice to dig your heels in and not go running back to that toxic relationship. For example, last year, I was at my in-law's house and my mother-in-law was talking about how great her kids are and how smart they are. And generally just verbally loving them. And I found myself going straight to the bathroom and just breaking down. These are things that I never got to hear from my parents. Things that I always hoped that they would say to me. I mean, as a kid, you always want your parents to be proud of you. That's something that you strive for. You want them to love you. They, You want them to think that you are smart and see your strengths. But these are things that I missed out on. And the grief of that still hits me. Even years into going no contact, um, It still is a painful process of understanding all of the things that you've lost and allowing your body and your mind to grieve those things. Now something that has helped me process my own grief is writing about it. I love to write poetry and after this happened, after I realized I was dealing with grief, I wrote this and I'll share it with you right now. I have dug a grave for the living, for the memories that will never be made. I have dug it for the ones who bore, the youth I won't see raised. I will honor it with flowers, no tears or grief be saved, for deep inside the coffin a longing child was laid. No longer shall I call or question what was made, but linger by this graveside till memory all but fades. Now one thing it's important to really understand is that grief can be very dramatic. And I found that the best way of dealing with that drama is to allow it to express itself creatively through me. So writing, painting, uh, playing a musical instrument, these things are very healing when it comes to expressing your grief, your sadness, your anger. All these things, all these emotions, you can't allow them to just sit inside of you. You have to process them and a lot of times that requires outward processing. Keeping them inside is not healthy. And if you're like me and more of an introvert, sometimes talking about it over and over just really isn't helpful, which is why I highly recommend creative expression. Music, writing, painting or drawing, these things, they help to validate your emotions with yourself. It's kind of a self-healing act in that you're choosing to put this out onto paper or into the air and and see it reflected back at you like this yes this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm experiencing this is the pain that is inside of me and I need to see that it is real now I want to caution you all on talking to people about your experiences of going no contact with those who do not understand narcissistic abuse Going no contact can seem really extreme to people on the outside who have grown up in healthy homes or have only experienced low levels of abuse. It can seem like a radical act to leave your parents or your siblings and to no longer have any association with them. And they certainly won't understand a grief that is a grief of choice. They won't understand that You grieving your family is actually easier and healthier for you than staying in that environment where you're constantly manipulated, lied to, gaslighted, and likely made the scapegoat of every situation because narcissists know when you see the truth of who they are. Also, take a moment to gently remind yourself that you have a community here of other people who are adult children of narcissistic parents. You are not alone in your feelings. You are also not alone in your experiences. We are here with you. I am here with you. And though this community may be virtual or just spiritual, we are in this together. And I don't want you to feel alone or to feel like nobody understands because there is and there are so many of us out there that know exactly what this is and how it feels. That concludes the second part of going no contact. I hope that this was helpful, and I hope that this made you feel a little bit less alone. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the intricacies of going no contact and how it evolves over time, how it has changed for me over the years, and how to listen to yourself and to change your rules and your boundaries as they need to change. So make sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications so that you know when that next episode comes out. Have a great week. I will talk to you all soon.